Hey, pretty gang. Welcome. I am Shaquilla James, and this is episode two of the Pretty Book Podcast, where everyone's story is beautiful. You know, me, you, and um, how do you say her name? Zaya? Zoya? Zoya. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, we all used to post, you know, celebrity stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I started seeing it, like, more, like, you know, other people would do it, you know, once, you know, we started doing it a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I feel like, you know, they just trying to do this, you know, whatever. And I felt, you know, fell back from it. But then I had to kind of learn, like, you, what you're doing is, you guys, for one, we all don't have the same friends, you know? Right. And then for two, like, what I'm doing is going to be different from what someone else is doing. And, like, even, like, the same with my books, you know? Like, you could write a book. Everyone can write the same storyline, but it's going to be written a million different ways because everyone exactly. writes and projects different. And I had to even learn that, too. Like, just because somebody's doing something as the same as you doesn't mean they're necessarily copying you, mm-hmm. and, you know? And why not join together and get a bigger audience and, you know, work off each other so it is something I definitely had to learn and you know I feel like a lot of people in the industry don't don't believe in that like they're all for self it's always the competition or it's always this and I I, what can I gain yeah it it really is and it's it's really sad like and it's to the point where I'm just like I got to the point where it's like you know I mean I'm I had to learn because I was, like I said, I I was always oversharing, maybe kind of too open, like, oh, hey, I got these ideas and things like that. And, you know, people will take your ideas and run with them. Like, and I've seen it happen before. But to me, it's always just like, I always, always felt like there was nobody that could stop me from doing what it was that I had to do. Because I knew that whatever I did, I was going to put my heart into it. And sometimes, like, like you said, like, I'm kind of like you in a way where it's like, I doubt myself too. Because I've just dealt with so much backlash that sometimes I'll be like, is it even worth it? You know what I mean? Like, I deal with that a lot. Like, I don't, I think the industry kind of gave me anxiety to the point where it was just real. Yeah, to the point where it's just like, I don't want to have to constantly defend myself or my work against whatever it is so like when I come out with certain things and I see somebody else doing it I'd be like oh lord I hope don't nobody sit up here and say I, I, I copied them or I hope right no same <laughs> like I um like I get told by I've been told by like a lot of people a couple of people you know that I should do a publishing company uh-huh and well for one I'm just like I just don't know if I if I have the patience to deal oh, with like it's, it's a hard. lot that takes mm-hmm. to be a publisher and, um, you know, I was, I was going to therapy or whatever. And, um, I was kind of telling my publisher, like, I mean, my, my publisher, my therapist about it, you know, cause like I was, I had went through a real rough patch in like my writing, like I wanted to give it up, whatever, whatever. So we mm-hmm. were talking about that. And, you know, she like told me like, if you're not ready to be a publisher, she was like, you seem like, you know, a lot, why not just make material for other people to use? And you're still helping people, but you're not necessarily in yeah, charge exactly. of their careers uh-huh. and stuff so that's why like I started doing the worksheets and like you know the outline stuff or whatever mm-hmm. like so I'm still because I get like people asking me you know how do you write books so fast or how do you overcome writer's block or you know this like that whatever whatever and I was telling the same thing the same thing or whatever so I was just like I started doing the worksheets or whatever and I'm just like I know other people who you know do the same thing or whatever and I'm just like if more people are willing to share what they have instead of trying to keep it to themselves, you know, as because they feel like someone might overshadow them. I feel like it would take away a lot of 
pettiness and like the stupid group chats and like everything in this industry because everyone would start uniting more instead of trying to fight and compete with everybody you know yeah it's just wishful thinking though like you know it's just kind of like yeah no for real in a a freaking (laughs) fantasy world (laughs) yeah I had to learn like it's you know it's probably not gonna change you just kind of have to change how you maneuver through it like that's what I had to continuously tell myself because it's like you know you would think like I mean because like I said that's how most people especially people who are actually you know about women empowerment and bettering people you know, they, we try, you know what I mean? To put things out there like me, I'm not above help. Like, you know, I'll be like, okay, I need help. I need help. Um, you know, I can offer help, you know, but it's like everybody, they don't, they don't look at it that way. You know what I mean? Like for a long time when I was telling people like about Amazon and how to like share the links and, you know, oh, yeah, I remember that blocking them, and you were explaining them. the KDPs and the pages read and how yeah. that, I remember that. Nobody was trying to hear that. Like, you know, and listen, I would say maybe not publicly too, because my website traffic shows a different story. You know what I mean? And that's another right. thing like about, you know, analytics. A lot of people don't, and that's one thing I like about understand being independent. It. Yeah, that I'm um, in control of that, and I can actually watch Same. it. So it's like you know, y'all may not be seeing nothing, but I be seeing you know, people, you know, like I, I I see people. Maybe they just don't want to give credit, or you know, maybe sometimes they just feel like she don't know what she's talking about. But it's just like I just had to learn to be comfortable with whatever it was that I did. Like, okay, I put it out there. It's out there. Try to help people. If they take it, they take it. If they don't, they don't. They don't. So, they don't. Right. Same. Yeah. Yeah. That's one reason why I like went independent. Like I liked the fact that I was in control of practically you know, everything. Like, yeah. yeah. So like and I could you, see, you know. Yeah, and and, and to me, um, because I've I, I've been with several publishers. Um, I've really only had one bad publisher experience. Um, <laughs> and, right. You know <laughs> that was a, a awful awful situation but um being with publishers the the one thing that I didn't like was that sometimes um they got kind of to me sometimes I felt like got maybe not offended but kind of just like they had a mentality where it was like trust me I know what I'm doing and my thing is okay I can trust you but I still won't I still have what works for you might not work for me or yeah like I still want you to, to explain it to me that way I, I know, you know what I mean? And it's, it felt to me like they didn't want to explain. It was kind of just like, this is the way that it's done. This is the way da 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 And I had to right. come to learn that sometimes they don't know because they got a publisher that they have to go to. And it's, you know what I right. mean? So um, one thing that I learned going independent was that <clears throat> I really learned myself. I really learned my audience. Like I really got to see like, okay, this works and this doesn't work. Okay, well. No, same. Yeah, so Definitely. it's like, <clears throat> like, especially like when it came to like promoting or whatever, like, I had to kind of like, I study other authors and like seeing what worked for them. I, mm-hmm. you know, kind of did some research, whatever, whatever, because just dropping your link, you know, and going, anybody mm-hmm. can do that. And, you know, yeah. I kind of had to learn on my own that it, you have to go a step forward. Like, my last book, um, Let Me Be Your Motivation, like I had, um, like I had started it off with like, you know, how would you feel if you were at your wedding and another mm-hmm. woman showed up, you know, claiming your husband and, you know, whatever. 
And that got a lot of people's attention, like, right away. Yeah. Like, you know, I can't wait for this book to drop, whatever, yeah. whatever. And then, like, you know, I made promo stuff up. And, you know, I had to kind of learn that stuff on my own. And, yeah. you know, you have to do more than just drop a link. Like, you have to show really the people like- why they would... Because there's a million people dropping the same links. Like, breeder groups exactly. have, like, 20,000, 30,000, you know, thousands of people in them, like, yeah. promo groups. So you have to show them why. Something to stand apart. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I kind of, you know, not taken away from, you know, anybody, but I feel like I kind of learned that on my own. And, right. like, that's another reason why I went independent. Like, I kind of just felt like the stuff I was still learning, I kind of was learning on my own. And, you know, I didn't really... I was like, I kind of had a standstill in my career, yeah. you know, like, yeah. you know, I, I appreciate, you know, the jumpstart, you know, the fan base or whatever I gained from having a publisher, whatever, whatever. But I feel like I was at a point where I was now able to go on my own and grow. And, you know, I was learning stuff more so on my own from doing research than mm-hmm. being under somebody. So that's another reason why, you know, I went independent and I like that I went independent because, you know, it's only been like, you know, a couple of months that it just gave me more range to kind of learn as myself as an author see what works what doesn't work Mm -hmm. and you know go that route as to kind of following someone else's formula I'm able to create my own now yeah and that's that's very very important and I'm so glad you said that like you have to create your own formula like um when I when I promoted bitter right like I I started bitter it's so crazy because when I started Bitter, like, it was really just an idea. Like, I was just, like, writing paragraphs as I went just to see the the traction that I got. And people right. was really liking it. So, after that, like, <laughs> it had no title, no nothing. But, like, I strategically, like, plotted that out, like, to the point where, um, like, I tell um, people, um, especially, like, my author, like, you have to sell to people in a way that they don't, that they don't realize that you're selling to them. Like, no, for real. Like, I see you with that Ari thing all the time. Like, yeah. when, like Ari and G Herbal, like, you'll say something about me. You'll be like, y'all want to know another better? Like, and you'll put your link in. So, like, I definitely, like, that one thing I kind of say I admire about you is that you find different ways to market yourself. But it's not like you're being sold. Like, you're not selling to someone, right. but you are still, you know? Yeah. And, like, you're even, like, one person, like, I felt like when, it, like, when I had told you I did the passage, like, I followed kind of after what you did because mm-hmm. I seemed like you would find different things going on in like the entertainment industry or Mm -hmm. whatever yeah and you would use it and then you would drop your link in there and like so I I even kind of took away from like what you did you know stuff like that and so like I definitely like admired that so I definitely like understand what you're saying yeah and that I'm telling you like that and I, I say that all the time like that that's really how you you gain an audience you know what I mean like that's really how because even if like say for instance I mean, when you do things like that, like, people go through stuff every day. Like, and especially as women, we all go through similar things. Like, so it's right. always, if, if there's a teaching point in it, you know what I mean? Or if there's something that people talk, I don't know. It's just, that's just one thing that I learned was just, like, sell to people without being so in their face about it. Like, um, yeah, when, I think when I first, yeah, them. first did my promo, like, I was like, I think, Beyonce had just dropped lemonade or people was just talking about it and I was just like okay lemons are bitter you know what else you know drop I remember that I remember remember that like it is you know you gave it to them to where they were being sold but they didn't feel like it like it wasn't like a telemarketer type thing yeah it was just like a natural there you go and then I would also like take like passages from my books that I know everybody could relate to and just post them and things like that and it just 
at one point I wasn't even posting them from my book. I would just post it in quotation marks and people be like, right. OMG, I feel this. Say that again. Da, 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 da. Like, okay, I already got your attention. Bam. You like that? Okay, look. Hit Let me show look. you more from yeah, that. Yeah, you know, and that, that's I've seen you do that too. That really, really worked. And I, I tell my husband all the time, like, one thing that I've learned is that, you know, people, people not, they watch me in a way where it's like, even if you maybe don't necessarily care for me that much, like, you probably still gonna peek, like look and be like, what's right. she talking about? Like what she got going on? And one thing that I always try to do is even when I do talk about other things, like in the midst of it, I always try to let you know, like, hey, I got this going on too. I got this going on too. I got this going on. You know, okay. just so it's like people, they gravitate kind of to my personality. So I kind of just make sure that I'm always talking about something that I have going on. So, um, no, definitely. Yeah. So I, that was um, the- I'm sorry, what was it? <laughs> oh, no, no. I was going to say, like, I even, like, now when it comes to, like, promoting my stuff, like, you know, of course, like, I'm still learning or whatever. And, mm-hmm. like, I see, it's like, I'm still learning what works and, um, you know, what would catch people's eye, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but seeing, like, like, how you say, like, you would drop the certain things or whatever, like, just watching that and kind of making it my own help. Like, and yeah. I just wanted to tell, like, anybody who's trying to, get a bigger audience and I even like wrote a blog post about it mm-hmm. um anybody who's trying to get a bigger audience or whatever one thing to really do is to make people make people want to see you but mm-hmm. not make them think they need to see you you know like yeah everyone's like why are you why out of 20,000 book links being dropped why is your book the one that I should read or pick up you know so you yeah. have to find out what type of thing works for you and, you know, make it yours. Exactly. And I think that that's so much easier to do when you are independent. Like, um, like I said, just because you can see, especially with um, Bitly, I know I saw you uh, posting about that too, um, which is a a lifesaver because for me, I get to see, okay, well, this marketing strategy, this got this many people interest. So, okay, right. Good. You know what I mean? Whereas it's just like, if I just go and just dry, dry as post a link or something like, you know, it doesn't get as much buzz. So, and I think a lot of those resources are not taught by publishers, which I don't necessarily understand. You know what I mean? Because one of my frustrations as a, uh, being under a publisher was first of all, like, what, what the hell is this spreadsheet? Like, what does this mean? Like, I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like I saw my royalties and things like that, but I didn't understand what really any of it meant. Um, I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like it just, it didn't make sense to me. So when I got to really like tracking my sales and stuff like that, it it started to make more sense to me and it helped me become more confident as a writer because I realized like, I'm really putting in this work. Like I'm making people attracted, not so much as because of my publisher or they're just supporting me because this is who my publisher is. They actually, you know, took the time out to give me a chance. So yeah, you know, and that, that means a lot because, um, authors yeah, come, and I agree. Come every like day. I see a lot of publishers that don't put, that don't help an author so much grow. Like, you know, of course, yeah. me with the publisher, you get there, you feed off of their fan base, but they don't give authors tools or advice on how to, build their own own. you know so definitely agree 
Yeah, I always say like publishers, especially in this day and age, they don't necessarily teach you how to become the best version of yourself. They kind of they just want to make money. Yeah, they kind of teach you how to take somebody else's style and do it better. You know what I mean? Because so many people have come to me saying, um, my, you know, my publisher, they they just say, look at what's on the charts and stuff like that. And I just think that's the worst thing to tell an author. Like, if somebody were to tell me that, like, that would just piss me off, like, to no to no limits, because it's just like okay you know what I mean and then it's, it, it kind of goes to show like how some authors they don't understand how one of their books they hit the top and then next the next one next time you drop a book you don't get that same type of love and it kind of goes to show that you you know your fan base is not that solid you know what I mean like right went towards um you know the trend or whatever else was going on so no same like and like feeding off of that like okay so normally like when I um like release an urban book I hit anywhere from like 12 to like six roughly Mm -hmm. in that range you know on the charts and um you know so I kind of it's kind of usually a steady thing so like I learned like you know I kind of have a pretty decent you know following that download my books you know consistently Mm -hmm. And then when I normally do, like, my romance, my women's fiction books, I usually, um, I've hit number one twice. And then, like, I usually at least make the top, thank you, I usually make, you know, the top five, you know. So that's another way, like, I kind of found my, um, and this even goes back to, like, the earlier question when you said, like, how do I find, like, you know, um, the feedback and, like, my lane or whatever. Like, I paid it, like, don't pay attention to the charts, but I did end up to where I know, like, Mm -hmm. okay, so when I dropped in this genre, you know, people, this many, I usually hit here, so I know this many people are probably rocking with me, but when I drop in this genre, you know, I hit more, so it kind of helps you, um, the charts help you, and they hurt you, like, they kind of yeah. let you know where you know you, your rating base, they're, yeah, they're so helpful, they're so, and I think everyone's so set on trying to be number one, that they don't yeah. actually use the charts to help themselves, to re- they use yeah, it, to, they want to be number one, and it's not always about that. So true, because, and a lot of people, like, <laughs> I got, like, a lot of backlash about this, too. And I, I don't understand that because I be telling like, okay, it's my opinion. My opinion is not law. Like, my word is right. not law. This is what, from my experience. How I feel. This is, yeah, this is what I've learned. Like, and this is, I can only give what I got, you know? And what I've got right. from the charts was, I've never hit number one before. Like, I think I had, like, maybe, like, number one, like, best, like, number one new release or something like that. But... Um, and you know, my books go free and stuff like that. But as far as like just a number one, my very first book went number two. And I think that was the closest that I've been. But I've had an author who inboxed me, um, who went, I think two of their four books went number one, but they had never seen a check bigger than a thousand dollars. And that's why I try to get people to understand that like, going number one like it's amazing like don't get me wrong like I don't feel like anybody should look at it and be like oh fuck that number one like no definitely (laughs) definitely celebrate it but when you're looking it doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna make money yeah it doesn't it doesn't like you know 10 people can download your book at one time and it'll jump you 40 spaces and you you gotta think too there's different prices too like that's paid sales so if you're buying 20 books for 99 cents and the same 20 books for 9.99 of course you're going to be ahead of that person because you're technically being paid you know yeah so that's a factor too i yeah, definitely it's a agree lot of 
factors in in the charts and I think that a lot of people get discouraged because they look at it and they don't feel like they they're where they want to be or whatever the case may be and I'm like yeah it's really good for you to kind of understand your market but if you're looking at it in a in regards to who you're next to or what number you are and you know what I mean? Like those things I think are trivial until you learn yourself as an author, because if not, then you're just going to be confused. Like I will be confused if I'm hitting number one, then number 25, then my next one, number 30. And then nope, this one, I have to chart. learn that too. Yeah. It kind of means that, excuse me, I'm sorry. It kind of means that your audience, you know, you know, they don't really know they're not right it's not really you know so that that's one thing that that I've learned and like I said the charts there's always a big debate always a big discussion and you know there's authors who release and go straight to number one all the time like you know that's a different story but it's like with new authors coming in if your goal is the charts just make sure you understand like what that means because that baby was heartbroken <laughs> okay like she did not right. understand like <laughs> they went number one and no, I definitely get it you know I definitely get it you know, like you then, can hit number one and um, you can hit number one and then drop to like number 30 the next day, next two days and yeah. have somebody else who never hit number one, but they're hovering in like the 20s and 30s and they're making more money, even though they didn't hit number one because people are picking up their book. Their their book is actually being read, you know, it's so like even stuff like that. People yeah. don't really a lot of people don't realize when they first come in. And I feel like it's because publishers aren't telling them that you know they're not explaining that as long as your book is being read it like you know it's hovering or whatever you're making money as opposed to you just hit number one and you drop down that means your book was read that first day but then no one else picked it up and then also the shorter books you know um shorter books make less money so you know what so can we talk about that for a second because it really oh my gosh okay so New authors, even current authors, I get it. Not everybody is long-winded. I My longest book was like 98,000 words, but it was a standalone. And I tried, it was like mm-hmm. 97, 96, actually. <laughs> but I tried to hit 1,000, mm-hmm. 100,000, didn't work. I get it. Everyone's not long-winded, whatever. My books are normally like 50, 65, roughly. Yeah. and But like, I normally typically write around like 50, like 65,000 or whatever. But mm-hmm. can we please in this thing where we do like 123, 170, you know, these short books and these drawn out series, like I it's don't understand worse. why people would rather have shorter books and longer series instead of longer books and shorter steer- series because you can mm-hmm. you can cut off so much more work making your books longer. Yes. And a lot yeah. of, you know, and I go and read, like, I read a lot of reviews from, like, even other authors, you know, and a lot of mm-hmm. readers complain about, you know, a book being so short, but having another part or, you know, um, a series being dragged out or whatever. And I honestly feel like it's because a lot of authors don't write technically, quote unquote, a full novel, like, given, no. you know, novellas and stuff are fine at times, but I feel like a lot of people are just writing just to put a book out instead of in, instead of developing the whole story and it's like why are you guys making the work so much harder for yourself instead of giving a decent length book and making more money off of it than having multiple short little parts of a series you know yeah oh, it grinds I, I, my gears I, 
Yeah, I <laughs> I never understand that. Like, never. And that's, again, one of the problems that I had, um, you know, with publishers because um, I know a lot of publishers, they, they definitely want you to do series. Like, they want you to stretch it out. And if it does well, then, hey, can you do a spinoff and things like that? And it's just like, yep. sometimes, you know... I, no, like, you know, that's all I got. <laughs> right. So that's kind of um, with my very first book. Um, you know, I had wrote it before I signed. So when I signed, you know, I, the book was already done. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I just uh, released it like, you know, so the masses, you know, when I learned about the ebook industry and things like that. And I never really I mean, I intended it for it to be two parts, but part one did so well that it was kind of like they were like, kind of tried to tell me like in my contract it said I had to do three books of one series but the wording did not say that the word says that I had to do three books so I'm like okay well I plan for these to be two books and to, then to do an extra you know a standalone and it was like no this book needs to be three books and a lot of readers they um still waiting on the third book <laughs> because I was just like I'm not doing it you know right. like I got to the point where even the second book even though a lot of my readers liked it I hated it because I felt like I had to add so much unnecessary stuff to the plot to stretch it out to make it you know and I'm just like what else can I do to these characters like I've been through and everything your books be like, pretty a decent like you do a pretty decent word count right yeah like my shortest book Besides my novella, I think, like, my shortest book was probably, like, maybe 58, 58K or something like Shit. that. But <laughs> for the most part, like, mine's, grandma longest was, like, 140. Like, I I really be, <laughs> I really be writing, like, you know, but I'm also, I believe in a good backstory. Like, I believe in character development. So, and right. creating a scene, you know, and I've and I that to be, like, that long, but... Uh-huh. I personally feel like, unless it's a novella, I personally feel like a book, you can't really develop your characters and your storyline in a $32,000, a $32,000 word count with every book. Like, I personally, you're, I mean, you can, but I feel like you're really, like, cutting corners. Yeah, Yeah, because I feel like you're not really giving your story enough time to talk and actually play out. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's, to me, like, it's just, I don't know, I, and, and I guess, like, readers, you could always tell to me, like, I mean, I love all my readers, but it's just some that I, I take um, their word, just, a, it weighs a little more, because I know that these are people who was at Borders buying books and stuff like that, these are right. people who actually, you know, been reading books for a long time, so they're not necessarily, um, I don't want to say brainwashed, but not necessarily comfortable or used to the new wave of books right, where everything right. is just so shortened. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, like boom, because, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you know, so like I think that's why I love like kind of my core readers so much because they they get my writing. Like they understand that if I'm doing something, it's a reason for it. You know what I mean? Like right. if I'm saying certain things in the beginning, like watch out because it's gonna come back you know what I mean like and that's exactly. one thing um that that I really like but I do have some readers who you know may feel like oh it took her too long to get to the point I had to skip through pages and stuff like that like to me those readers just want the drama they don't necessarily care about why the actual story stuff like that yeah that kind of kind of bothers me a little bit because um 
I mean, I don't know. I just didn't come from that era. You know what I mean? I came from an era where, you know, people was really writing. Like, you really, like, was reading and felt like you was there. Like, you could smell what the character, you know what I mean? It was just, like, yep. it was so detailed. And I, I really missed those type of books. Um, I even, um like, asked my reading group, like, a poll. Like, you know, do you guys want shorter books or longer series or longer books and shorter series? And, you know pretty much everyone said like longer books and shorter series and like they said they like basically what we're saying like they feel like a lot of things are drawn out because yeah uh because authors are cutting their books in half you know and that's coming you know from the actual readers in my reading group you know so it's just like stop don't make it harder for yourself like now given if the book isn't you know speaking to you and you have to cut it off that's completely different but if, mm-hmm. you, if every book is like that, it's just like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's weird to me. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. Like, I just, I don't know. I just, I just want, I just want us as urban authors, Black authors, um, to really just be taken more serious. Serious. You know what I mean? And... I also feel like, and it's no disrespect to anybody, no disrespect to, I just feel like it's kind of really easy to be an author now. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not as (laughs) selective. Publisher too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it kind of, that kind of bothers me a little bit because you get an industry that's kind of oversaturated with just kind of the, the. I feel like the same story's different names. Like that's honestly same. like if you go and read reviews though, they said the readers say the same thing though. So it's not just like us. Like a lot of them say that they feel yeah. like like for one, urban's a boxed in, like everybody's writing the same type of, you know, baby mama drama, side yeah. chicks, things like that. Um, a lot of the stories um feel like they're rushed or they're not fully developed. And, like, yeah. I've even seen, like, reviews or readers have said, you know, it, it like, anybody can become an author now, whatever, whatever. So, I, like, I, That's they're right. agreeing. <laughs> like, I, de- yeah, like, yeah. I definitely agree. And they're even seeing it, too. Like, it's no type of actual criteria anymore. Yeah, that, that's true. Because I, I remember it was, like, some craziness where, um, Somebody has submitted a story to a publisher, but it was like somebody else's book. Like it was just Yes. It's crazy. And and it's so and I feel girl, and I feel I, I've actually seen that a couple I think I've seen that twice since I've been writing. But and, and it's even gotten to the point where I feel like I wanted to like attempt my hand and like do a bigger publishing, like a major publishing company, just to see uh-huh. if like I really could do it, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel, that's how easy I feel like it is. For people to get signed nowadays and it like it kind of makes people who really take this serious not saying oh, i shouldn't have said it like that but people who put okay people who take it more yeah. serious <laughs> it makes you second guess yourself because it's just like you know this isn't a hobby thing like this is something i literally love to do i want to do i want you know yeah. i'm making a career out of so it like i even like have been like dang like i look you want to go submit to like a bigger publishing like an actual major Mm -hmm. publishing company and see what they say to see if I really got it or if it's just Mm -hmm. like you know so yeah I definitely understand I've I've thought about that too and um 
Azalea, she, you know, she, she's signed, or I'm not sure if she, I think she is still to Random House. You know, she right. had that book. experience with a, um, yeah, she, she's, she's, she's really dope. Like that's one of the people that I've met in the industry that I can honestly, genuinely say is a few. But yeah, she said, I, I think she said something along the lines, definitely saying like, you know, if that's your goal, to so go for it because it's definitely life changing. You know what I mean? Like it's a, a different experience, but it's also a little harder because he's you know, you have to still put in the work yourself. So I think like for someone like you who self-publishes already, so you already learning how to market yourself. I think that'll be a good look because you're not right. going into it expecting like to gain just a, a million and one readers, you know, from your publisher, right. you know, that you still have to put in the work because um, I think she said it's a little harder to break into the industry being undiscovered. It's a totally different world with that so no, it's like for sure yeah you have to kind of like it seems like get ready to go back to the bottom of the totem pole you know but I still yeah and it makes you but it it like it humbles it you does. you know and it yeah. shows you like if you really have what it takes yeah. to, you know it's like I've like low-key been like going back and forth it's like I wanted to try my hand in it you know just to see I if I even had it. like night. You know, not even if I signed the contract, but just to even see, if, like, if I could actually get a response, make it, yeah, yeah, just to, you know, so yeah. I definitely, but I've heard that, like, what you just said, like, I've heard that, though, when it came to, like, major publishers, mm-hmm. like, it's a whole nother, like, headache and yeah. joy at the same time. At the same time. time, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of back and forth with it. I'm still trying to. I don't know. I, Girl, you about to do TV stuff. You I can know, it. Like, I want to vlog about it, but I think I'm probably going to do it maybe after. I don't know. Like, I want to kind of just try to not tell so much because, girl, I remember when I first had posted the email um, that the, the chairman had sent me, and I probably didn't mark out something like, did you know people actually like found this man on Instagram? Like, was like really trying to really. It really hurt my feelings. I, but I have the same problem though. Like when it comes to like wanting to announce, like when I first did my lip gloss stuff, like I wanted to announce it like as soon as I got my LLC for it, whatever, whatever. But I'm like, no, Taylor. I'm like, you need to get your logo together. Like, you need to yeah. figure out what you're gonna do. You need to find vendors. You need to make sure you have some type of direction, whatever, whatever, before you do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once I got everything in line and I kind of planned it out more, whatever, I, you know, let it announce or whatever. But and I definitely, in the same way, like, I'm instantly, I'm instantly always want to share, yeah. you know, what happens or whatever. And it's like, not everyone needs to know, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, back to, like, not everyone needs to have access to you. Like, not everyone needs to know, exactly. you know, just let it show for itself type thing. Yeah. I'm excited about it, though. Like, it's a definitely an accomplishment, like, something that I never dreamed of. So I'm definitely, definitely grateful for the opportunity. It's just very, very um, scary because... Right. Um, and that's what I feel like with, like, the major publishing houses. Like, it's a whole nother level yeah. of what I'm used to. So it's just, like, I'm putting my... I'll put myself out there on a bigger platform. But it'll definitely either, I feel like either way, it'll help me grow. Because, you know, if I am, you know, accepted, then I know that I do have really what it takes. Yeah. If I'm not, then I know what I need to do to get to, to that get point, to that again, point. you know, so. Yeah, like I really went through like a lot of like anxiety, not necessarily like depression, just a lot of anxiety to the point where it was just like every, I was skeptical of everybody. Like, I, 
wouldn't accept no authors as friends. If I see you on too many people post, I'm deleting you. Like, I just feel like, <laughs> you know, it just got See, me. mine was the opposite. Like, I legit went through, like, a depression, like, the beginning of this year yeah. when it came to the industry. Like, I legit, like, shut myself down. Like, it was the struggle for me to write. Yeah. Like, like, if I go back and read my books from probably, like, December to, like, maybe May, mm-hmm. April-ish, like, I literally don't really feel a big connection with them because I was just writing because I knew to... I had to put out yeah. a book. But I wasn't writing because I fel't that book, you know? This, I don't know. I think like every author goes this... through that because um, Azalea mentioned that too. She was like, I just I have a couple of books that I just kind of want to forget that I wrote. No, same. <laughs> My issue like with Amazon, like just how depressing that was for me because... Girl, yeah, um, that sounds stressful for me and it ain't even me. Yeah, like <laughs> it's so crazy because for them to be such a, a, a billion dollar, or, you know, like company, it's just like they're so unorganized. Like usually when Amazon has a discrepancy, like such as mine like they just suspend your account like no question is asked like it's like a whole group on Facebook like where people who like you know talking about Amazon KDP like how they like their account really? was terminated and things like that yeah like it's a lot of people that actually go through it but Amazon they're the type of entity where it's kind of like punish you now ask questions later and they right. think it's to protect you know people which I understand but at the same time like with me I didn't do anything wrong. Like they couldn't prove in- anything on my behalf. So they couldn't close my account, but I don't think their system operates in a way to where they know how to reverse it because normally they just suspend your account and that's it. In my case, you can't suspend my account, but it's flagged. So it should be suspended, but it's right. not. So, so they, they like look to... at you under a microscope with everything. Right. So every time, but it's like, they think they fix it, but it's just like, instead of, instead of just being honest, what I think and just saying that we don't have control over this it's automated it's going to automatically do it no matter what we don't know how to reverse it you may have these issues they like to say um they like to say that the issue is resolved so it got to the point where it was like I was you know giving release dates and it was just like at one point it was just discouraging where it's like I'm waiting all day you got me under review for three days and then you block the book just got to the point where she's like, I don't even want to release no books under Amazon. Like, forget it. That's kind of what depressed me because, like I said, the money was kind of coming in very scattered and things like that. And it's just really hard feeling like I'm being punished, but y'all telling me that y'all not punishing me. That's another thing. <laughs> People need to be careful with who you sign a contract, contract with. Girl, I've seen so many pe- like authors talking about how they were screwed over in their contracts when it came to publishers and stuff. Yeah. Child. It's sad. It's really From like where they can't publish under their name for a certain yeah. amount of years. That's, that's what they wanted me to do. That's yeah. Your fan crazy. base is under your name. Yeah, though. I was like, like that's crazy. where you built. Like, I built my name up from the bottom. Like I'm not giving nobody that type of control over me. And I'm, nope, I agree. But one thing like my daddy always told me like, you know, stand up, fight it. Like if you know that you, you know, like if you know your heart in the right place, like it's going to all work out. It don't matter how long it takes. And that's just what I've been doing. I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not changing my name. Like I'm- I agree. I, um, I was considering a new pen name, um, because the stupid shit that happened last year or whatever. And it just was, ugh. 
but I was considering like doing another pen name and I was even like when I had transitioned into like doing romance books I went to write under another name mm-hmm. and like I was just like I don't feel like rehabbing to like I don't feel like I have to be forced to rebuild my name and fan base yeah. off of something that was out of my control you know exactly because at the end of the day once they find it, even if I kept it an alias for however many long once they find out it's me it's like now now um I'm gonna have the same exact issue because y'all whatever for whatever yeah. reason you know so yeah. it's just like it was stupid like you were gonna <laughs> lose lose anyways yeah. you still have to rebuild yourself and once you know if it ever came out who it really was behind the scenes you would be in the same exact place same you know place. so yeah I definitely get it yeah so that's that's like one of the things that you know has been a downfall so far but it also gives me time to do things like this like okay well look since I can't release at the rate I want to at this point you know let me try to do other things that I'm passionate about you know and it's like with this it's still about books you know what I mean like it still helps to further my brand so the break is kind of you know it's okay but I'm kind of ready to get back out there I just want everything to be completely 100% like settled because I'm just tired of looking stupid like that shit was so depressing like release they just you know excited like I got emails like I got everything like y'all told me everything was fine but then when the day comes it's like and it kind of just shows like how I feel like as authors we're still like not taken seriously although like we're creators like everything that you see on tv comes from somebody who thought of it who wrote it you know what I mean my sister always be like oh Taylor like she'll be like um they'll be like oh y'all like what are y'all doing this day or whatever whatever um and I'll be like oh I'm pretty she's like I mean you don't work and I just be looking at her like, I'm, and she's like well, so you don't have a job. I hate and I, and I And I looked like she said it over the weekend. I forgot what we were talking about. But I was like, oh, yeah, I'm free then. And she was like, you always free, you know. She was like, it's not like you, you know, work. And I was like, um, actually, I do work. I just yes. go clock into a traditional 95 yes. job. Like, don't be mad because you got to go clock in. And I don't like, you know, yes. not to say it in like a whatever way. But it's just like, I hate when people tell me that like, oh, you don't ta- you, you don't, don't work or you don't have a yeah, job. Exactly. And it's like, yes. I do. Like, I just do. because like, I work from home, I still have to discipline myself. I still like if I don't put out a book, I don't make no money. And exactly. I can't pay bills, you know? So it's like, exactly. I'm still paying. I got to pay taxes. Like, I got a fucking job. So and, and that was my thing. Like, that's what <laughs> caught me by surprise, girl, you know? <laughs> Same. This is the first year I got to pay taxes. And I'm like, so if I don't got a job, what's, why I got to pay this money? We're just be talking. Like, this. <laughs> no, we, we don't really have. But it's like, it, it's stuff that needs to be very, talked about. Yeah, like, very informative. It's like, I feel like a lot of stuff isn't taught, like, isn't touched on or people kind of you know look over a lot of stuff I feel like a lot of stuff we talked about was stuff that can benefit you know a lot of people it might have to go into two two sessions because I don't know who's gonna (laughs) listen to it like a two-hour podcast but no I definitely feel like and that's why like I feel like me and you really like we think a lot of the same stuff like our minds work out the same because I really feel like this was like something that needed to be talked about like you know so I feel like it was a beneficial thing (laughs) yeah no it definitely was like also I feel like a lot of people will get to know you a lot better too because it's like you're so open you know what I mean like it seems like you kind of reserved a little bit online 
So to hear you kind of open up, you know, it's really good. And then that's why I really wanted to make the podcast, like just to give like authors a platform to kind of, you know, tell our story because again, like a lot of the times online, a lot of stuff can get lost in the, in the shuffle. Somebody may, you know, see your name, but not really know too much about you. And I right. just wanted to, because, okay. So if you know how, like at the end of the year, they do like the top authors or whatever, um, that everybody argues about every, every year. year. Yeah. Yes. Every yes, year. Girl. Like, you know, I'm just like, and I just be looking at the statuses, like, Okay, let me go find the next petty one so I can give yeah. you another laugh because you it's have a foolish. Like, <laughs> it's just like that. It gets everybody up in arms every year, but it was just like I remember the first year I was on it. Um, I hadn't even changed my Facebook name to Shaquille James. Like I was still kind of just writing, you know, on the side, and they had put like my, you know, my Facebook name on the ballot and not my actual author name. So I was just like who did this like y'all didn't even do y'all research like I think that year like an editor or a graphic designer was in an author was in a best author category like it was just so weird so I just kind of learned (laughs) to take but you did your own type of like list right last year or yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and I did um last year and I'm gonna do another one this year and that's why I wanted to do um the pretty book podcast and stuff because I was like you know what I'm tired of like authors getting up in arms or just us being offended by people like what makes these people qualify to rank us like what makes these people qualify you know what I mean like and it's so funny like (laughs) it's so funny like I really like that like you know you are doing it because I um I I had a book blog you know and I ended up like merging both of my blogs together but I had a book blog Mm -hmm. and I was gonna do like you know um you know tips and stuff I've learned but then also like reviews like I had like a top five like thing that I've read Mm -hmm. um you know and then I had like a list of people's catalogs I was going to read and then like reviews but like Mm -hmm. when you know I started people weren't really necessarily happy with some of the feedback I would say like in Amazon reviews and stuff like that um I like pulled away from it and I even Mm -hmm. just like shared a status the other day like when I had like mentioned like doing a blog or like reviewing authors books or whatever but I just be so skeptical because I'm like I feel like not everyone's going to take it as me being genuine like they think it's going to be something else and I'm like and I just don't like I just don't have the time to be arguing with y'all and y'all being in y'all feelings because I'm being honest because a lot of people want yes men and I feel like that's another thing in the industry a lot of people want yes men and they don't accept when people tell them genuine things you know like I even see like authors post reviews from you know genuine reviews like complaining about them and I'm like I mean that's a genuine thing for somebody to tell you like like you have to learn to pick the critique ones out of the foolishness ones and y'all a lot I feel like a lot of critique is taken as people hating or whatever so I definitely commend you for doing because I was just like you know what forget it I don't even want to do it no more because y'all y'all aggravate my life when I had the ideas to do, like when I did like my list last year or whatever, and I kind of just wanted to shout out people that I, you know, recognize for doing whatever it was that they were doing, because I do feel like in an industry where people can say all they want, but at the end of the day, yes, there is popularity, like popularity, you know what I mean? Like it, it does matter. Like, and people are like, yeah. So it's like a lot of people got overlooked. And my thing was like, okay, well, I understand that this might be your favorite, but let me just acknowledge these people that I see doing this or whatever the case may be. And like I said, like 
my word ain't law. So if you don't agree with mine, make your own by all means. Like show give flowers to people while you can. And that's why I was like, well, let me do this podcast so I can give authors a platform to talk to another author. Like we all have our own paths, we all have our own journeys, but like we all share the same passion. So we all can relate on some type of way. I just wanted authors to be able to have a platform or a space where they can speak freely to where it's not just okay, I have to worry about offending nobody because I'm only speaking my truth. Because. That's why I be going to Twitter because Twitter I could just be Taylor. I don't yeah. I'm not, like I mean I talk <laughs> about my books here and there, but Twitter I just be Taylor. I could you know say what I you know I still kind of watch what I say, but I could say what I want. It ain't so sensitive. Yeah. It's not people jumping off your back about everything. Like Facebook yeah. is just you're just under such a freaking microscope about everything that I just be like okay I might just post my book link and then I'm gonna go back to Twitter like yeah like or Instagram like Snapchat but I I feel it and I even like that you do like the social media thing like I be logging in and like checking it or whatever and like I even like that you like did that and like I feel like it sucks that more people aren't taken to it because I feel like that could be a real cool like another platform think that it will I feel like a lot of the things that I'm working towards now will hopefully start getting people there and even if I start with just like a small small people that's kind of like you know committed to being on there then I feel like eventually it'll grow especially for newer authors who are trying to get their stuff out there Facebook is such a massive platform this is something a little smaller so it's like you know it's probably easier more intimate network and stuff like that yeah so I definitely want to um work on that we'll have to talk like you know off air right (laughs) together because i feel like you know i really feel like we could do some amazing things i know i've said that before i kind of forgot we was even on this and we just had a general type of (laughs) that's so funny i don't know i just think like sometimes you know i get these ideas and i'm just like go for it go for it and then no i'm the same way like (laughs) and then i'd be like okay wait what takes like put my energy into what takes and stop trying to force the other stuff yeah just trying to be a a, a mogul eventually you know what i mean like i just want to be able to kind of put my hands in different pots and really see like what works for me what do i like what am i good at what can i you know excel at just in case something don't work out or just in case I have a hiccup here. I can always fall back on X, Y, Z. So same. I think my biggest thing is I'm trying to like literally break, you know, the generational curse, you know, because I feel like everyone in my family is so just content to where they are. Um, And I feel like I don't want to be that same way. And I think that's why I dibble (laughs) and dabble on everything because Mm -hmm. I'm like, eventually something has to take off, you know, like, and um because I feel like I don't I don't I wasn't raised around a lot of ambitious people personally I feel Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. I feel like that's where a lot of my drive um I guess I should have said this earlier when you asked me but um I guess that's where a lot of my drive comes from too I just wasn't really feel like I wasn't raised around a lot of ambitious people like a lot of people surrounding me were just content where they were and you know I see my family struggle you know welfare um you know things like that government assistance Mm -hmm. and I'm just like I don't want to have to live paycheck to paycheck or depend on you know the government or wait to my you know my food stamps load or stuff like that just to be able to survive so and I think that's like why I dibble and the fact that I work from home I have so much free time to do different things you know and I'm like something has to pick you know something has to pick off eventually so 
And like my main goal for 2020 was, or yeah, 2020 <laughs> was I want to have three main sources of income. So like my books is one and then I want to have two more solid, you know, incomes coming in by uh, yeah. June 2020. So that's why another reason like I'm trying to push and everything. And so like, I don't know, I just feel like even though it's a lot I take on and I get told that all the time, I feel like it it will pay off in the end. It's going to pay off. It is. It, and again, like that's something that I really, really admire about you. And I'm 28, so I'm not that much older, but I really care about generational curses. You know what I mean? And breaking them and things like that. Like it really shows like, you know, your passion and your ambition and where your mind frame is. And it's very, very admirable. Like, and that's Thank one thing you. that I can always say. Like, like you have a kid, you're married. You still, you're... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, it's just like, so to see like somebody just kind of young and then just at least, you know, to have your, your head on right. I'm not really sure how how we met, but I know I'm like, gonna be honest. I think I befriended you when all that stuff was going on, and uh, I think it's like I think I honestly befriended you when all that stuff was going on, and a couple years ago, and then like I think we just kind of start talking because we do so much of the same stuff, and it kind of just yeah, yeah genuinely yeah. like naturally kind of you know formed a relationship type thing. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I do remember that because I was just like. I think I was skeptical about you at first because yes. I really didn't know, you know, I was just kind of like, uh, but you know, once I started to kind of just like about your business, then it was just like, okay, cool. I, I watch people a lot. You know what I mean? Like I'm very observant. Like, like you said, like nosy, like I'm, I'm nosy. I can find anything like, baby, I will dig up. No, for real. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm a very, that's how I am. Like I've always been that type of person. So it's like, I kind of peep a lot. But I always like like the way um, you maneuvered and kind of just stayed, out, you know, stayed out of the way. But then always kind of focused on whatever it was that that you were doing. Very ambitious. You got ideas. Like you, you really like trying to better yourself. Then it kind of just made me be like, okay, you know. And that's when I noticed, like, dang, we're very, very similar in ways. We are. You know what I mean? Like we got to the last game, and um, we'll wrap up from there. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so we'll do the uh, the memory game. So in this game, it's broken down into three sections. Um, it's who said that, who did that, and you said that. So basically in the who said that, I'll basically um, quote one of your characters. And you'll have oh, to uh, <laughs> can remember. You know My memory I'm sucks. <laughs> if you can remember who said it. Uh, who did it and then um, I have like a bonus like a bonus uh, bonus question at the end okay so we'll see how well you do you got 37 books though listen <laughs> that's a lot of characters okay so we'll start with who said that okay so which one of your characters said um I'm not insecure I know you won't fuck around with uh, I know you won't fuck around on me because I know what the fuck I bring to the table Oh, that's recent. Um, um, what's his name? Um, oh gosh. <laughs> um, it's on. The, I'm seeing the cover. It's from my risking. Uh, risking it off from a bad boy. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. What is his name? <laughs> the girl's name was Kaylani. His name was. Ah, oh, see, this is horrible. <laughs> I know he was saying it to Kaylani. They was in uh -huh. the car 
when he said it, but I could not think of his name. Okay, um, I'll give you a clue. It starts with an H. An H? I'm Look, I'm like an H? Um, <laughs> um, okay, wait, hold on. H. It's hey No. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm literally picturing the scene in my head and it's yeah, literally like, not right coming here. to me. Um, hold on, hold on. Hendrix! Yeah, Hendrix. Yep, yep. That's Hendrix. his name. I'm like literally like picturing the scene but I did not think. Okay. You said H. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Okay, so who says um you're having a pity party right now. Whatever happened can't be that bad. Get over it and figure out your next move. I might be going to tip that website. <laughs> okay, I'll I give you a hint. It came from when love becomes a need. Oh, did Amaya say that? Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's not what he would say. <laughs> okay, this person said, I'm so tired of my family choosing that bitch over me. Oh, that's uh, Natasha? Yep. Okay. Um, be real with me. You don't want to try to build anything with me because you still have hope that nigga's going to come back to you, don't you? Ooh, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it came from uh, my love is still on lock. Oh shit, that's in the beginning. Okay. Be real with me. <laughs> Say the quote again. Be real with me. You don't want to try to build anything with me because you still have hope that that nigga can come back to you, don't you? Um, I was... <laughs> Is it, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kyle? Yep, yep. Okay. I had to think about <laughs> who was it in the main. Okay. Yep. Okay. And so you did good. Okay. So who did that? Um, who had their first kiss at the age of fifteen after being pressured by their sister? Is that is that um what's her damn what is her name? Um, <laughs> your that's from your your uh let me be your motivation right um. Uh huh. Damn, I just read this book. Why don't I? <laughs> um, Jordan. Yep, yep. Okay. Um, who came home at four in the morning and their girlfriend uh said, "Let me smell your dick." <laughs> Trina? No. Um, Duke. No, no, no. It's the uh. Uh-uh. This the book is uh this heart plays no game. This heart plays no games. Uh, he came probably at four o'clock in the morning, and he uh went straight to the shower. Oh, okay. I'm trying to like picture what this heart plays no game even <laughs> is. Okay, that's not standalone. Um, <laughs> uh, Manny. Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, uh. Um, Col- Kobe. No, that's Kobe and his girlfriend. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. 
Okay, and who uh, attacked their sister while their sister was pregnant? Oh, that's India? Uh, uh-uh. Oh. Um, and Trump hmm. for life. Her name was in India? <laughs> oh, maybe I wrote it wrong. I don't think so. <laughs> Wait, who, what was the sister name? Um, uh, my, Mor- no, it wasn't Morgan. My, so it's an M. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm really ashamed of myself. I know it was the main girl because she walked in and saw her boyfriend and her sister having sex. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. But I can't. What's the oh, name? The, the girl, the, the sister name is Mariah. I think Mariah. That's what it was. I knew it started yeah. with an M. The main girl was in India. That's not her name. Oh, maybe it was. I wrote Key. Key. K E I. No, I think it was India. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, okay, we're gonna scratch that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, we'll scratch that. We'll scratch that. All the different shit. <laughs> okay, and and this one you said it. Um, I guess in like narration or you know in in the custom in the character's thoughts. So you said uh, he had his shit together, and I was a black hole that will only bring him down. Which character was? Oh shit! That sounds deep. Yeah. <laughs> We got the shit together, and I was only a black hole that will bring them. Let me think of my messed up characters. Um, this was a really good book. I think this is probably the first book I read by him. Damn, I don't know. That sounds like something deep. <laughs> I'm trying to think which one of my characters are like. Oh, was it um? Is a Bella? Uh uh-uh. uh the book is uh i gotta tell you the book you're gonna get the character but <laughs> it was uh, you ain't gotta give me the overdose off of, off of her boy's love oh um crackhead um lyrica <laughs> yes. i was gonna tell you to give me the first the first initial lyrica <laughs> she wasn't oh crackhead <laughs> Okay, and this is um, who am I? Now these are bonus, so you get extra points for these. Even though you don't need them, you did good. But <laughs> okay, it says um, okay, so who am I? I was shot, and I needed three blood transfusions. Uh, I was shot, and I needed three. Oh shit, I had blood trans. Oh, um, was it Tariq? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. And the last one is I am beautiful. I have a bad attitude. I'm five three, mocha skin tone, and my man drives an Audi. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the descriptions. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I'm trying to think like. I've been trying to mix up my my girls. I feel like I've been making them all the same. So I'm not even going to attempt that one. And Audi's my favorite car. So I'm not even going to So you know, it could have been anyone. <laughs> okay, this one was uh, Toya from He Ain't Your Ordinary Day. I was about to say, who is Toya? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, so I had to go back. But you did really good. Like, you did pretty good. You did. That's so funny. That's like cold one, though. That one, that one kind of caught me off guard. See, I be writing stuff, and I don't even be like, I'd be like, dang, wait, I wrote that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's so crazy because I feel like that's going to be something that readers are going to learn because, like, <laughs> even when I did, I was like, damn, I did that. She was like, I don't know who said it, but I wrote Her that. stuff be so deep already. Like, her stuff be so, like, descriptive. And so, yeah. so I can only imagine how she was feeling. <laughs> she was like, girl, I'm horrible at this game. Like, she's so country. She was like, I'm horrible That's at this so game. That's so funny. <laughs> but she did good too. Like, y'all did good. Y'all did good. So you really remember. Um, and that's also a testament to, like, uh, first of all, like, you know, um, the connection that you have to your characters. And then also, is also a testament to how when you're in a zone, you're in a zone because you can you totally write something and just be like, wait a minute, what? No, for <laughs> real. Like, I, like, even like out in my reading group or something, like, if I do like a past book, like I'll post a scene or like a reader would like, like, uh, quote something, even from like a current book and they'll mm. quote something I said or something. And I'm like, what I'm like what is that and yeah, then like, such and such said it I'd be like oh okay yeah like, <laughs> like so crazy yes yeah, so I just crazy how the brain works like in the zone like yeah you'd be like dang I wrote that that's how yeah, I ever would I be reading my books I'd be like oh that was good <laughs> but it shows how in like in tune you be with your characters in your books so I agree yeah yeah so that was fun you did good I'm gonna have to uh, add your score up I um I'll uh, text you the score. Okay. I will tell you now, but I didn't do a Zaylist because we was, girl, so we, <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, we're going to scratch that. We're going to scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, she was the reason, because I, at first, like, when I wrote the questions, like, the quotes and stuff, like, I just said, like, who said it? I didn't put the book name or nothing. And she was like, oh, girl, you got to give me a clue. What book? And I was like, dang, all right, let me go write them down. I'm going to call you back. <laughs> no, nah, for real. So, yeah, like, so I'm really. I'm, like, I'm about to go look at this chat for life though, because I really need to remember what her name. Was. Yeah, I wrote down K K E I. Like that's what I wrote down. But I think that's I from K Wimey. That's from a different book, I think. Is yeah. it? Or I, I swear I thought her her name was India. Hold on, we about to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> For life. Here we go, right here. Manny. I really like the cover to their book, too. Yeah, those are dope. I really liked yeah. how they turned out. Okay, Manny was. India, yeah, her name is India. <laughs> oh, okay. KEI, okay, okay. that's, um, that's my risk is that for a bad boy. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so it is. Keely is KEI. I think I maybe just put. Oh, Keely, yeah. Keely oh, was her okay. best friend, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, all right. That makes sense. I don't... See, I don't. <laughs> yeah, because I was like. <laughs> yeah, that's her best friend. She was with um, Manny's bro- cousin or something. Okay, okay. All right, so yeah, you did really good. You did really good. So look at you. You remember your character. <laughs> <laughs> <Barely>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> I was like, dang, because I, I only have uh, 10 books out. So when people be having like 30 and stuff, I'd be like, dang, like, yeah, listen, my goal was 50 by the end of the year, but I just be good with 40. <laughs> that is a lot of books. Can you name all the books that you wrote? Um, let's see. Forever Down With Him, His Love Got Me Unlocked, My Love Is Still Unlocked, um, He Ain't Your Ordinary Bay, Addicted to My Hitter, um, Serenity and Jacks, A Houston Love Story. Um, a bad boy captured my heart. She ain't got a thing for a dope boy, or she got a thing for a dope boy. Um, these hoes be acting up. These hoes ain't loyal. These hoes doing too much. Trap for life. Um, overdose, addicted. No, I changed overdose. I forgot what overdose the subtitle was because it changed right before the book came out. Uh huh. But overdose. Um. This heart plays no games. My heart, this heart still holds you down. Um, I don't know some more in there. <laughs> you got a good memory, like that's good. <laughs> that's good. You did really, really good. Well, thank you so much. First of all, like for. Um, Agreeing to the podcast. This was so fun. No, it was so, like, like it was so just natural. Like, <laughs> I loved it. Yes, like I'm definitely gonna have to break it up into two parts. Like I think yours and Azalea's job both went like well over two hours. Like <laughs> no, for real. What time is it? It's, yeah, it's like we're like three hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to probably do part one, part two, and part three. Like. <sighs> Yes, like thank you so much. I feel like this was a very, very fun conversation, a very informative conversation. And um, again, thank you. Like, I again just wanted to let you know that I would just wanted to give you your flowers, you know what I mean, and let you know that I really do admire you. I think that you're amazing. Continue to, you know, push forward, continue to be. innovative creative you know like just continue to work towards your dreams and again thank you if there's anything else you want to promote or anything else you want to add um yes so my website is taylor m as in momkirk.com um you can sign up for my mailing list and i post um you know sneak peeks character updates things like that on my website, as well as my worksheets and uh, planner is also available on my website. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can text author Tay to 66866. Um, I do blog as well, and it's thatsalltay.com. And it's book stuff and like lifestyle, everyday stuff as well. I have a lip gloss line coming up. Um, pre-orders start Monday the 21st, and it officially launch- it officially launches on my birthday, November 1st. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah. And I don't oh. Um, my latest book just came out, turned to Good Girl Savage. And I think that is it. Okay. Well, again, I hope everybody who's listening enjoyed. Um, thank you. Thank so you for having support. me, Shaquilla. I had a I really did have a good time. Like it was we definitely won't have to like talk off the 
Mike. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we definitely are. Definitely. And I- Thank y'all for tuning in to a new episode, you guys. Please make sure um, you guys support Author Tay. She just had a book released today, uh, Good Girl Turn Savage 2. So please support her. Check it out. Like her page on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, follow her. Follow the Pretty Book Podcast. All that good stuff. Yeah, have a good night. Thank y'all again.